did you catch any games this time? I don't watch any of it. Neither have I, because it's so stressful for me. I can't even imagine what it's like for the players, for the athletes. I've never been into the Olympics. Like people get all into it and I'm just like, the only time that I go ape shit, the only time that I go ape shit over games is the World Cup when Korea plays. I literally, like, I become like a basket case. I start crying and heaving and getting angry and get upset. And I and then I call my dad and my dad is equally as upset with me. So we're both, it's, we're not, we're no bueno. I tried. I tried so hard, but I just, I can't get into it. Even soccer, like, I'm like, hey. Mm. I'm gonna go back to bed. <laughs> and like, must have extended that radius. Like hair. Anyway, back to our subject about my. Okay. Sorry. So yeah, Simone Biles. I think um, her her story is being splashed everywhere right now i think it's incredible that she's using her platform to discuss mental health um Mm -hmm. there are other people that i'm not gonna lie that i've seen where they're totally like upset by the fact that she's pulling from the olympics um that she decides to pull from the olympics they're so like shocked they're mad because they're like she's she's given this position and there's so many people out there that wants to you know, compete. Yeah. And they're really upset about it. But also on the flip side, it's like, enough is enough. Sometimes people are just so sick of the pressure, you know, and they feel exploited. Being able to recognize that you're coming to your breaking point, being able to take a step back is like, that, that, that's so monumental. Mm-hmm. you know because it's that it's that pivotal moment when you can take a step back that can make you or break you i think what she did is incredible you know she's opening up the discussion like how it's doing for what it's doing for us like we can talk about it when i stopped working as a designer at forever 21 it was really really hard for me it was a difficult decision for myself i enjoyed my job i enjoyed the people that i worked with it was such an incredible experience but I knew from the bottom of my heart, it was very difficult for me to do two things at once and do it well. And so I made that decision. You also suffered like postpartum depression. Yes. You know, like it wasn't, it wasn't a decision you made on the fly. I did not, I did not want to rush back to the office. That was very difficult too, you know? My other point was, you know, Naomi Osaka, she came out saying that it's okay to not be okay, right? Mm-hmm. Soon after that, Simone Biles did that. So I thought it was really incredible that it's kind of like creating like a domino effect for women to just be able to speak up, you know? And it was at the height of the Olympics. It's like right now, Olympics is still going on. Um, also, I think it gave um, like Suni Lee. Yes. Suni Lee, who like gold medalist, like... Yeah. Asian American representing the first Hmong like uh, woman to be out there and getting a gold medal. Like, I also think it afforded her an opportunity to do that and be in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Yes. As a woman of color, as a woman who's Asian, like we don't get a lot of that. Actually, I want to take that back. 
I feel like Asian women do represent in the Olympics a lot, but we don't get the credit for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And her winning that gold medal was like plastered everywhere. And I was like, represent girl, you do you represent, you know? So these little steps of, you know, Naomi, Simone, whoever it may be coming out and say, you know what? Enough is enough. Yeah. I need to take a step back and get my stuff together, my head together, my body together for me to come back and do my best. I think it speaks volumes. Yeah. And it's a really big impression on everyone watching. Cause it's like, oh shit, if she can do it, I can do it too. You know, we don't talk about it. People don't talk about it, but it's important. It's very important. Now that you brought up a really good point, so I just want to talk about this, and then we'll, and then we'll talk, move on to the next thing. And like, why do the glasses come on? Because this is the after the hours conversation. So I really enjoy getting back on to do this recording. It's so it was fun. weird. Like that first week that we had off. Yeah. Like I'm supposed to be doing something, and I'm not. Like I, I know. Recording. What's happening? Girl, I watched the Queen's Gambit. Oh, that's so good. I know. I didn't like the ending, but I thought it was pretty I dope. didn't see the ending yet. Do you want to hear something funny? What? Do you know how I started watching the Queen's Gambit? I was visiting, um, Hugh and I were down in San Diego and we were visiting his dad and his dad, I mean, bless him. He's, he's an amazing human. Um, but he does have like some cognitive decline. Like he's mm. like borderline dementia. <laughs> We ended up watching how Stella gets her groove back. <laughs> we would like look at each other and we're like, I don't think he knows what's going on. Does he know what's going on? It was really cute because he's just like, oh, this one again? <laughs> Didn't bother him. Um, but then we started watching The Queen's Gambit with him and he was like super into it. And um, that's how I ended up watching it. And I was like, this is really good. 